Turner had gone back to the big farm in Merriweather County and asked Wallace for a job. He got it, and five months later, Wallace let him in on the liquor making. The arrangement worked fine, until the night Wallace learned that the federal agents had discovered his still and were planning a raid. There were 400 gallons of liquor ready to pull and 20 gallons ready to be run. Wallace went down to the swamp where his two Negro foremen, Albert Brooks and Robert Lee Gates, were working at the still with Turner. He told the three men to scratch the whole thing, that Sheriff Collier had said the federal boys had the still spotted. Turner was shocked. You mean you're going to give up the whole 400 gallons of liquor? He needed that money. He had a payment due on his new pickup truck. Both Julia and the baby had been sick, and Julia was pregnant again. But Wallace was saying, That's right. We're not taking any chances. For a man who wasn't scared of hell itself, Wallace was sure careful about the revenuers. From the beginning, he had told Turner that caution was absolutely necessary. He'd been caught twice and sent to the federal penitentiary. He was out on a presidential pardon, but if he was caught again, they'd put him away for good. But we ain't gonna get caught, Wallace was fond of saying. Because ain't nobody gonna take enough chances to get caught. How about the 20 gallons that's ready? Turner asked now. Leave it. The pickup's already set. Doesn't matter. Then how about giving it to me? Wallace hooked his thumbs in his belt, reared his chest back. You done got greedy, ain't you, boy? You done got a taste of money, and all you want is more. It ain't that, Mr. Wallace, Turner protested. I just need the money. Bad. Albert and Robert Lee, seeing what looked like trouble coming, backed into the shadows. They'd long ago learned not to have any part of white men's doings, particularly where Mr. Wallace was concerned. Once he'd made up his mind, he didn't want to hear no talk on the other side. Turner was saying, I just hate to see that liquor go to waste. Wallace looked at him, a long, cold look. Then run it, boy. It'd likely do you good to get caught. Learn you a lesson and teach you what caution means. Oh, I ain't gonna get caught. He didn't get caught. He ran the liquor and got the money. But when he showed it to Wallace and the two foremen, Wallace said, All right, let's have that money. Turner protested. Mr. Wallace, you told me I could run the 20 gallons. You said, pay up, boy. Turner started to back off, returning the money to his pocket. But Wallace lunged for him, snatching him by the collar and holding him off the ground so that they were eyeball to eyeball. You son of a bitch. Have you forgot who's boss here? Just because you're white? Turner could feel the heat and strength of Wallace's body, the burning anger in his eyes. You ain't got no more rats than them niggers. With one swift movement, Wallace threw Turner face down in the soft, wet slime of the swamp. When he turned to get up, Wallace held his head down with his foot. You should have learned your lesson a long time ago. Tell him what that lesson is, boys. Wallace grinned, turning to Albert and Robert Lee. Albert? Wallace said sharply. We gotta do what we're told, Albert recited. Robert Lee? No matter what. You see, Turner, even these niggers are smarter than you. They done learnt their lesson, but I figure you ain't able to learn yours. Wallace smashed one heavy shoe against Turner's head, 
then kicked him in the kidney with the other. Now get goddammit off my land before I decide to kill you instead. Turner scrambled up out of the swamp slime and ran. He never looked back, and he never stopped running until he reached his house. In panic, he got Julia and little John William into his truck and took off with them for Carrollton in the next county. They moved in with Julia's uncle Millard, but that wasn't satisfactory for long. Turner never felt right eating Millard's food and not putting any on the table himself.